You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And now, everybody and welcome to another edition of if you don't like that brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com and remember if you have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem new works will be there with their 24 7 service that's newworksplumbing.com n-e-w WRX Plumbing for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. It has been somewhat of a PR nightmare for the NBA since the All-Star break. Actually, you could look back at the All-Star break when NBA Commissioner Adam Silver acted as if load management was not a problem. Then the furry first game after the break, the Portland Trailblazers, after a week and a couple of days off, decided to rest their two-star players and their biggest star and one of the biggest stars in the NBA, Damian Lillard, and the other very good player, Jeremy Grant. But of course, the NBA does not have a load management problem. And we have seen several other examples since the All-Star break, including Kawhi Leonard over the weekend when he played against the Warriors on one night and the next night did not play against Sacramento, didn't even attempt to play. As a matter of fact, said so in the locker room following loss to the Warriors that he would not play. So load management continues to be an issue in the NBA. And then you have the John Morant story. And this thing is developing with more and more alarming news by the day. Now, let's back up a little bit, okay? Because it was last week that the story came out, the Washington Post, all right, detailing two incidents involving Morant this past summer, okay? There were police reports, but to be fair here, there were no arrests. Now, in the second incident, as reported by the Washington Post based on police interviews, a 17-year-old boy alleged Morant emerged from his house with a gun in his waistband and his hand on the weapon after there was a fight during a pickup basketball game, apparently in Morant's backyard, all right? The other incident that the Washington Post revealed was a confrontation in the parking lot 
with a security guard of a mall. Now, Morant's agent said in response to the Washington Post story, quote, any and every allegation involving a firearm has been fully investigated and could not be corroborated. This includes the NBA investigation last month in which they found no evidence. Hmm. I wonder what they're going to say now. Now, if you remember, that investigation came after a post-game confrontation with acquaintances of Morant and the Indiana Pacers bus and their traveling party after a game in Memphis on January 29th. Now, after the incident occurred, okay, again, the loading area of the FedEx Forum, right near the team bus of the Indiana Pacers, it was revealed, all right, and again, there were numerous eyewitnesses, there was video surveillance, okay, that a red laser was pointed at members of the Indiana Pacers from a SUV in which Morant was a passenger in, okay? How about that? So, again, this is one incident after another as it relates to Morant. Now, following Sunday's game, Grizzlies players came out in support of Morant Desmond Bain said, quote, he's a resilient guy, tough-minded guy. Tyus Jones said he's talked with Moran a couple of times. You know, it's an emotional time, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's saying I'm confident that Ja's going to do fine. If you it, it, Again, this story is getting more and more bizarre, so just hang on here. Morant then on, what was it, Saturday morning at around 5 o'clock, went on his Instagram live. That was couple of hours after the Grizzlies had lost to the Denver Nuggets, all right? And in the Instagram video, Morant was shirtless and rapping along with the music, and he could be seen holding what appeared to be a gun in his left hand. Then, a couple of hours after that, Morant deactivated both his Twitter account and his Instagram account. Then came a statement. All right, quote, I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being, okay? Coach Jenkins of the Memphis Grizzlies, all right, the head coach has been in a very difficult situation position Taylor Jenkins has made several remarks when asked about it again he's in a very difficult position he said quote the focus right now is Jaws taking on the responsibility to really get the help he needs to get into a better place but also to be in a better place to embrace the responsibilities and expectations as a member of this team that's what we're going to support him through but we're also going to hold him accountable too. Good. That should come first. Accountability. All right? Accountability. But now this story has even grown in stature. All right? And more seriousness. As I am recording this podcast, it has been reported that Morant 
had his firearm on the team plane, which would bring a 50-game suspension. How about that? John Morant allegedly taking his firearm on the team charter. Now, you may ask, how does that happen? And I'm going to tell you, based on flying on NBA team charters for decades. Before 9-11, getting on a plane was very easy. There was no security or anything on a charter. You gave them your name, you walked onto the plane. After 9-11, there were searches that we all had to do And then it became a little bit lax so that when the bus pulled up to the airplane or if the plane was leaving Sacramento and you drove on your own, you would show your ID before entering the plane and you could be selected randomly on whether you were going to be screened or not. And out of a traveling party of, and again, I'm just throwing a random number out, okay? A traveling party of 40 to 50 people, you might have six, seven, eight people be screened. Okay, so it would be luck of the draw. There is a report that is circulating right now that Morant brought his firearm on the team plane. If that occurred, this story is going to grow and be more and more of a concern, not only for Morant, but for the Memphis Grizzlies. 50 games. Could you imagine the Memphis Grizzlies without Morant for 50 games? Here's the other aspect if we want to get back to sports for a moment. Your Sacramento Kings, after Memphis blew a big lead last night to the Clippers, are now only one game behind Memphis for the number two seed. And don't forget about the charging Phoenix Suns and some other teams as well. But for right now, the Kings are one game back of the Grizzlies. If John Morant did indeed bring his firearm on the plane, and it would appear that he did, 50-game suspension, then what happens to Morant? Is he going to grow up? Is he going to become accountable on a regular basis? Or is he going to continue to be a problem child for the Memphis Grizzlies? Again, we are talking about their franchise player. We are talking about one of the top players in the NBA. But you also have the stupidity of public figures and former players coming to his defense. And again, some of the things that I've been reading on social media go under the category of you just cannot make this up. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Paul Pierce? Okay, let's start with Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce tweeted on March 5th, quote, I don't care what you all say about Ja. I carried a gun after I was stabbed. You all don't know what he going through. Everyone got something to say until you really know what's really going on in someone's life. When you black and rich, you a target, period. Let me give a couple of responses to that idiotic, stupid statement by Paul Pierce, former Sacramento King, Olden Polony, who is a previous guest on my podcast, responded this way. Yeah, Paul, you said it yourself after you got stabbed. 
Ja wasn't stabbed. You weren't waving your gun around with no shirt on flossing either. Don't give him a pass for a bad choice. Gary Sheffield Jr., the son of the former MLB great Gary Sheffield. Is $200 million not enough to cover security? This is criteria for a regular dude making thirty k a year. Don't tell me about being black. Shit's a joke. How about that? Paul Pierce going to the race card in regards to Ja Morant. As I said, you just cannot make this up. Here's what we do know. It has not been a good couple of weeks for the NBA. The load management issue is a problem. Now you have one of the game's biggest stars who is away from the team, and it may be for a long time. Because if Morant, okay, did indeed take a firearm onto the team charter, that is going to result in a lengthy suspension. Speaking of the NBA and suspensions, where's the commissioner, Adam Silver? Or is he done talking because he did his obligatory press conference at the All-Star game. Again, this is a commissioner that, in my opinion, has become a puppet and, in my opinion, has lost touch with what a good portion of the public feels about his league. Yeah, I understand the game at times can be very exciting and at times it can also be very bad. I'm talking about the game becoming a three-point shooting contest. There is not a lot of artistic value to the game anymore the way it used to be. All right. And yes, there are some unbelievably exciting games. A week ago, Friday, 176, 175, Sacramento over the Clippers. One of the most entertaining, exciting games in the history of the NBA regular season. And if you are a Kings fan, I don't have to explain to you how darn exciting their games have been. But there are many other games that are played on a nightly basis that flat out are not exciting. And you know, before the game begins, the team that makes the most threes in all likelihood is going to win. Major League Baseball has taken big steps to improve their game. And even though it's only been a short period of time in spring training, it appears to be a home run. No pun intended. When's the NBA going to try and repair their game? I don't think it has to be fixed like Major League Baseball, but I do believe that the NBA game has to be repaired. When is that going to happen? And when is the stupidity of the players in all sports going to slow down? All right, I'm not one that feels sorry for Morant unless you can have foolproof evidence that he is suffering due to a medical condition. If you do not bring that forward with 100% certainty, then I am not going to be in John Morant's category and in his corner and everything else. He is a professional basketball player, okay? He gets paid millions and millions of dollars for his job. And his job is to play professional basketball. I'm not going to come out and make asinine comments like Paul Pierce and others that have tried to rush to the defense of Morant. There is no rushing to the defense of Morant. He has completely let his team down, the city of Memphis, and his coaching staff. That's right. You think Memphis would have blown that big lead last night had Morant been on the floor? Do you think Memphis right now is going to be looked upon as a playoff favorite if Morant is away from the team, either on his own accord or due to a suspension? We know the answer to that question, right? We know the answer to that question. 
All right, let's now get to our Crown Ultra Q&A. Just go to crownultra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. And we start with a question regarding what I've been talking about from Bryce. Should John Morant miss games for showing a gun? And do you believe what Stephen A. Smith said about the NBA knowing everything the players are doing? Well, first of all, I didn't hear Stephen A. Smith said that. How could the NBA possibly know everything that the players are doing? Do the NBA have people that go home with the players at night? Do the uh, Does the NBA have people in the hotel rooms of the players? I mean, that's an idiotic, stupid statement if Stephen A. Smith said that. How the hell would they know everything that the players are doing? It's absurd. Stupid. Austin, or rather Alex wants to know, Alex Austin, what makes a great NBA sixth man? Alex is someone that comes off the bench and makes the team better. Whether it's a Mono Ginobili, who is one of the league's best six men, and there have been many other examples, a great six man is somebody that normally provides scoring and provides a lot of energy. It's a momentum-changing type of a guy, Alex, but generally, you look at scoring first. But, you know, Bobby Jackson was the sixth man of the year for Sacramento, and he did it on both ends of the floor, but gave great energy and was that spark plug. So that's a very good question. Corey wants to know, what's your take on Rashawn Holmes' Sacramento B lawsuit? I'll take my take on it is if you feel like you have been wronged, you should sue. That's my take on it. If you feel that you have been defamed, if you feel you have been uh, dealt with unfairly in a legal sense, then you have every right to sue. So my take on Rashawn Holmes' Sacramento Bee lawsuit is good for Rashawn if he feels that he was defamed or whatever else the allegations are in the lawsuit. You know, protect yourself. I don't have a problem with that. Look at me. I have a lawsuit going on in federal court against Bonneville International. So I'm, I'm all for it, obviously. All right, Martin wants to know, if the Kings make the playoffs, should Mike Brown be named Coach of the Year? Well, Martin, if the Kings don't make the playoffs... Well, I, I think everyone's going to want to leave town. I don't even – that would be not quite as bad as the playoff loss to the Lakers in 2002, but it would be pretty freaking brutal. And, yes, I think Mike Brown will be the coach of the year if the Kings finish, you know, with the top four seed, maybe even a top six. All right? I think right now if the Kings don't finish a top six, I don't think he would be coach of the year. you got to remember there's 20 games left. All right? A lot of games left. All right, Dakota wants to know, what do you think happens to Dan Snyder at this point? I think he's going to end up selling the team. I think it's going to be official, and I don't think he'll be an NFL owner anymore. Brad wants to know, is there an NFL rule change you'd like to see? Yes, I'd like to see all roughing the passer penalties reviewed. That's the number one rule change I would make. Casey wants to know, would it be a mistake for the Ravens to lose Lamar Jackson? Well, I don't know who you're going to get that's better than Lamar Jackson. So, you know, unless Aaron Rodgers is going there, Yes, it would be a mistake to lose Jackson. I mean, he's a dynamic player. I know you can talk about his playoff record and everything like that, but, I mean, the guy is the real freaking deal. I mean, he's, he's an unbelievable talent. All right, is Damian Lillard a top 10 scorer of all time, Morrison asks. Depends how long he plays, but yes, probably. All right, especially with the advent of the uh, three-point shot. Ernie wants to know, have I watched any of the combine? Ernie... I'd rather watch two dogs run across my lawn than watch the combine. All right. Doug asks, should Kendrick Perkins be disciplined for implying Nikola Jokic has been MVP because he's white? You mean the same way that Draymond Green of the Warriors was disciplined for calling Kendrick Perkins a racial slur? It's a joke. It's a double standard. It's hypocrisy. And uh, Kendrick Perkins, to me, looks very bad here. 
Should he be disciplined? It's not for me to say. All right, he's not an employee of mine. So I can't speak for ESPN. But in the court of public opinion, he looks pretty stupid right now. I can tell you that. Andrew wants to know if I watched any spring training. Only uh, highlights on the internet, Andrew. And I got to be honest. I like what I'm seeing. I like the rule change. I have a couple of friends that are umpires. I've talked to them about what it's like with all the new rules. And uh, I asked several of the umpires if the players have been complaining about it. He said, nope, not a peep. And the umpires said they got the impression that the players really like the rule changes. Uh, who won it? Who won it? Dylan wants to know, do you think Goran Dragic's career is over in the NBA? Dylan, that's a very good question. I could see him possibly getting one more shot. I could see him getting one more shot. Dave wants to know, what's your take on the recent lawsuit alleging NFL film catalogs lewd images of women and cheerleaders at games? Well, you know, if they are doing that, then they should have to pay. I mean, that's an invasion of privacy. It's wrong. Uh, It's appalling. And if they did indeed do that, then they're going to have to pay a very steep price, and they should. Now, the question I have is, who gets the reward in that? How does that money get distributed? That's that's the question that I have. But if they have lewd images of cheerleaders and fans at the stands, I mean, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, what the hell are you go? I, I don't even know what else to say. I really don't. I do know that that's our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. Today's rant is brought to you by Zoom 180. Go to zoom180.com and check out this new revolutionary flashlight that is unbelievable. There is nothing like this flashlight anywhere. With five LEDs, it is amazing. Don't take it from me. I mean, uh, you, you can listen to me and you can believe me or not. Just see for yourself, all right? Just go to zoom180.com. Spend a minute, and you're going to go, wow, it's unbelievable. I'll tell you what else is a wow. I know Roy, the guy that invented the flashlight. It's been quite a process. And if you don't like the flashlight, no problem. Roy will refund you your money. But I have a lot of friends already that have purchased this flashlight, and they are raving about it. Just go to zoom180.com. That is zoom180.com. Do you think that maybe something could happen in the United States of America, where race is not involved. I mean, I read on my podcast the tweet by Paul Pierce, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, Morant needs to have a gun because he's black and rich. That's right. Only black people need to have guns and only if they're black and rich. You know, Kendrick Perkins coming out talking about Nikola Jokic and, you know, inferring that preferential treatment is given because he's white and so on and so forth. You know, there is a problem with racism in the country. There are many examples of that, okay? But you can't just keep on bringing up the race card every single time. The Paul Pierce's of the world and the Kendrick Perkins, and we can go on and on. Draymond Green, stop it already, would you please? Seriously, stop it already. It's ridiculous. I mean, we saw it on ESPN's first take with J.J. Redick, you know, a while back, along with Draymond Green calling out Christopher Mad Dog Russo. And again, Green implying that Chris is racist because of his comment about just shut up and play. It's unbelievable to me. 
It really is. It is so old. It is so overdone. Stop it with the race card every single damn time. All right? It's getting really old. And again, use it when it applies, when it is accurate, when you have facts to back it up. But Paul Pierce now, you know, going on social media and talking about because Ja is black and rich, he needs to carry a gun the same way that he did? Really? Okay, Paul. Good job. Really good job on social media. It's truly unbelievable. I don't know what else to say. I really don't, other than it's a real sad commentary of what continues to go on in the good old U.S. of A. Hey, thank you so much for joining me right here on today's podcast. I hope you have a great day, a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Right here, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.